Hello everyone! It is my birthday. Today it is two years since I began, since I press record for the first time. And yeah, I published my first podcast episode. So I wanted to, I honestly, I wanted to actually do an episode just to say thank you uh, to everyone that is part of this journey with me. And I felt heavily impressed to talk about uh, Justin Bieber's latest song. And it just, it just worked out really well. Um, the way that I've sort of been reflecting on it and the, the things that God has been showing um, to me with that song and then with the podcast, I was like, oh, that actually goes really well. So let's do it. Let's talk about my birthday and Justin Bieber. Okay, so I want to begin with really just thanking everyone that joins uh, week after week and podcast after podcast. Um, I am truly, truly thankful for what this podcast has become. I'm thankful for the work that the podcast has done in my life. And basically, I guess just... I've always been someone who always does ministry and I think for some of us ministry is such a blessing and it truly is something that I just thrive in. I I really enjoy dedicating time in ministry, spending time in ministry, thinking of ways to share my savior with people it really is something that is just part of me. I often tell people it's like my self-care. People have hobbies or, you know, people do sports for fun. I do ministry for fun. And I honestly feel as though this podcast has been such a great outlet for me in, you know, one of the most difficult times of my life where I've worked through so much stuff that I have been avoiding and things that, you know, when I sit, when I sit down and think about it, things that I have been avoiding having to deal with for at least 15 years. So it has been just really sweet to be able to do that. And although it, it's really odd to just sit in front of a mic and look out my window at um, our gum trees and watch the sun rise every morning as I record each week. There there just has been something divine, something supernatural that has come from being able to speak into a mic with no one around, but at the same time knowing that there are people all over the world uh, listening to, to this. And not only just listening to it, but have also been blessed by it and it has become something that is part of their life and part of their journey. So thank you so much to everyone who does support, who does listen, who has listened, you know, it's okay if you don't listen regularly. Um, I'm not, I don't really, I'm not wired up that way that you have to be like, you must listen every week. But thank you for everyone that has taken their time in their life to let me into your lives. Um, maybe you're, maybe I'm not knowing everything about you, but you're making time in your life to hear about my life. And I really appreciate that. And, 
And as I was, you know, working out, because I always forget when the the podcast birthday is, but when I was like trying to work out, I'm like, is it the eighth or is it the fourth? And you know, as as I've just been really thinking about the the fact that it is my podcast birthday, I was just really overwhelmed with just gratitude. I think just being really appreciative of. God working through this ministry and the community that we have created. As I'm, I've been invited to speak at a conference, um, a creatives conference for the Queensland Conference of Seventh-day Adventist, which is the conference that I live in. Um, I might give you the details in case anyone does want to join us because it will be put online. Um so I don't know, you just might want to join in and listen. I was a little, because there's some awesome speakers that are presenting and they're all presenting on like different areas of um, creative ministry. So photography, songwriting, and then obviously I've been asked to do the podcasting uh, workshop, which is so funny. I'm like, let me show you all how I podcast. So it will be... Uh, the 14th, let me double check, I think it's the 14th to the, um, let me, let me get the flyer up so I can give you accurate details, <laughs> okay, the 13th to the 14th of November, so it begins in um, Australian Eastern Time, which is not the Daylight Saving Times, it starts at 7pm and then um, on Saturday 14th, it begins at 9.30 and I believe I'm speaking at the 9.30 session. So if you go onto the YouTube channel, it's called South Queensland and that's one word, so land and Queens. So Queensland Adventist, you'll be able to watch the live stream there. Okay, so that's that. So as I've been preparing for that and I've just been thinking about, you know, I'm I'm a little like shocked that I would be even asked to podcast, uh, to do a workshop on podcasting because trust me, I don't know a whole bunch, but uh, I think that is the reason why they're wanting to put me on there. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just making that assumption. Um, that's probably all my negative talk coming out right now and trying to make it a, a joke, but it, I don't know why I've been asked. I can only say it is definitely God's providence that has allowed for that because there are plenty of people I'm um, in the Queensland conference, especially the Oz Table Talk uh, guys that probably know a lot more about podcasting than what I do. But anyway, moving on to that. So as I've been thinking about that and just really reflecting on, you know, what this podcast means and what this podcast has been in my life, I'm just so thankful of what it has done, what it is doing and, and again, not just, you know, in those that are listening, but what it has done in my life. So yeah, again, just thank you so much to everyone that has supported the podcast. I did an interview this week um, with podcast. I'm going to get it wrong. So let me double check. So it's God is real. God is good, I believe, or it's the other way around. God is good. God is real. And there's some, it's from Kylie and her sister and they are students at Andrews University 
And it was really sweet because I'm like, hey, how did you come across my podcast? And she's like, oh, someone actually uh, told me to listen to one of your episodes and I've been listening since. So also thank you to those who are sharing the podcast, who are letting people know, hey, you might be blessed by this episode or even if it's controversial, even if you're like, check out what this chick had to say. Uh, For whatever reason, I appreciate that you are giving me half an hour to an hour of your life each week or with each episode and thank you that you are also recommending so that other people can see um, that the podcast is there and that it may bless them as well so thank you connected peeps I appreciate you I love you I am thankful for you and again uh, however much you think that I may bless you Uh, through the way that God impresses on me each week to share, uh, you guys are really a blessing for me and you have been. And I'm thankful to be able to say that two years on and I don't know how many episodes, I think we're up to 120 something. um, Yeah, I can honestly sit here with just so much appreciation for God, the ministry and for all of you. So, yes. Okay. Thank you. So now let's go into this episode, which I wanted to. So I just checked it's 123 episodes. So this one will be 124. Uh, So, yeah. All right. So I wanted to I actually wanted to put this episode before the marriage, divorce, adultery and remarriage episode. But I just honestly, God was like, please get this marriage one out there just seemed like some urgency, um, which, you know, I don't always really feel like some mornings I, I wake up, I come into my office and I sit here and I'm like, all right, which one are we going to talk about? And God will be like, let's talk about this one. And so I'll just, I I will have just decided at like 4.30 AM that that's what we're going to discuss about. But usually my podcast ideas, I've already thought about it. I've talked about it with God and God has shown me so generally when it's a morning like that where I decide the morning of it's usually on a topic that I've already spent time you know reflecting and and hashing out with God so I had to get this marriage one up and then I was like oh but I really want to talk about Justin Bieber's new song because it has just been really heavy on my heart for I think it might have been, you know, since it's come out. I'm I'm assuming maybe like two weeks since it's been released. Just because that's what I'm thinking it will be. But whatever. Pretty much since it was released, I was like, oh, I've, I've been thinking about things. God's been showing me things. And I've been like, oh, I really want to get this episode out. Anyway, so we did the marriage one. And then I'm like, let me do a double episode week and get Justin Bieber going. So... I don't know, for those who don't know about Justin Bieber's new song, and if you couldn't be bothered going and having a look, that's fine. I'll give you a little explanation. So his new song is called Lonely. And I'm not a Justin Bieber kind of girl, so I don't really listen to his stuff. I don't watch his stuff. I did watch his um, doco seasons, and I think that is the most I have ever known about that boy. But... Yeah, ever since that seasons thing, I've sort of been keeping an eye on what he's doing because I realize he's he's in a position now where he is a lot more public about his faith 
And so, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So he released a song which is called Holy. And that was, there was a lot of like Christian concepts that he put into that song. It's a little bit like Kanye, but Kanye West has actually gone completely Christian content where Justin is still doing sort of secular music and, you know, Christian songs in between. So he did Holy and I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And then Lonely came out and I was like, wow, that's such a contrast. And in Lonely, I'll see if I can get some lyrics. There is swearing in it too. So that's, uh, if, if, if you really don't need to go listen to the song, um, I'll just give you the info that you need. So the only, okay, so here we go. I'm jumping all over the place. The only reason why I have any idea of what this lonely song is obviously I hadn't I realized it wasn't Christian because usually you know people make a big deal about it if it is at least the Christian people make a big deal about it because it is a Christian song but this one wasn't so I'm going to read you the lyrics oh (laughs) okay so the reason why I came across this song was because my TikTok algorithms decided that I needed to listen to it. Well, it actually wasn't. It was a reaction video to the video clip. And it was a gentleman. He's an older gentleman. So he'd be, you know, 50s. And he's reacting to Justin's video. So basically a reaction video on TikTok is where you can see the two different uh, videos. So, for example, if I'm doing a reaction video for Justin's song... One half of my screen will show my face and my camera, what I'm recording, and it'll have a split screen next to it showing what I'm reacting to. So it'll play Justin Bieber's little video clip and it'll show my reaction to that. So that's a reaction video. And this guy's um, title, I guess, for his reaction video is we all, he's like, I think we all owe this kid an apology. And I was like, wow, like this is an old guy who's saying we owe Justin Bieber an apology. And you can hear the music, obviously, in the reaction video, but it's not really clear what's going on. But you can see that by the video footage of the music clip, you can work out a little bit of what's going on. So the song is called Lonely. The video clip is basically a young kid dressed up like Justin Bieber and he's in like, uh, what do you call it? He's like in the backstage. He's backstage in this like massive dressing room and he's the only person in there. There's no one else. And he's sitting there looking at himself in like the makeup artist's chair and he's looking at himself in the mirror and he's singing this song which I'll read you the lyrics and as he's singing this song he then gets up and oh he's like manager or some guy comes in basically saying hey you gotta go out and so then this little kid who was supposed to represent Justin when he was little gets up he has like a hockey stick and does like a little you know maneuver thing with like a pot anyway he does that he keeps walking, so the camera follows this little kid as he's going from backstage, you know, through like all the stairs and following him through like a hallway. And he ends up on this big stage, little kid, big stage. The audience is empty, but there's a massive amount of chairs. Like you can see, you know, it seats a crazy amount of people. But all you see is this little kid getting onto this massive stage, 
a massive amount of seats. There's no one there and the big lights are on him. So it's showing like how intimidating that whole thing is. And then in the crowd, in the audience is Justin, like the older Justin, Justin, the real Justin. He's the only person sitting in the audience. And then the the camera swings around and shows Justin looking at this little kid on this massive stage. And the whole song is based around lonely. So I'm going to read you the lyrics. Everybody knows my name now, but something about it feels strange. Like looking in a mirror, trying to steady myself and seeing somebody else. And everything is not the same now. It feels like all our lives have changed. Maybe when I'm older, it'll all come down, but it's killing me now. What if you had it all, but nobody to call? Then maybe you'd know me because I've had everything, but no one's listening and I'm just swear word lonely. I'm so lonely, lonely. Everybody knows my past now, like my house was always made of glass. And maybe that's the price you pay for the money and fame at an early age. Oh, um, sorry, I just lost. Ah, okay, well, that just spoiled the whole, um, okay hold on where is it okay (laughs) maybe that's the price you pay for the money and fame at an early age everybody's and everybody saw me sick and it felt like no one gave a swear word cuss word they criticized the things I did as an idiot kid What if you had all but nobody to call? Maybe then you'd know me because I've had everything but no one's listening and that's just lonely. I'm so lonely, lonely, I'm so lonely, lonely. So he's basically saying, hey, like, can someone understand like what I was going through? Now, I don't know about what Justin Bieber went through. I don't know what he did. All I know is that, you know, he got a little messy with drugs um, had a messy relationship with uh, Selena Gomez. That's that's as much as I know. So I don't really know what he's talking about, about, you know, um, they criticized for me for the things I did as an, an idiot kid. Anyway, the point of this whole thing, let me get to the point, is that Justin in a time where when we would be looking at him seemed like he had it all. He was living the dream. He had the money. He had the fame. And I get it, you know, let us not be, let us not lack empathy for the kid. Like, yes, he may have had everything. And then we could be like, oh, what really, Justin, you're going to complain that you had like a Lamborghini at 17 or I don't know, whatever he had. You're going to complain that you were making millions. Like, dude, get a grip. But what I really want to bring out and and I wanted to tie it back to my second birthday is that there are stages in our life where people may think we have it all together, but we're really at our worst. We're really at our loneliest. And I was actually talking with someone just last week and they were saying, you know what? Often the people that we see in leadership positions that see really involved in ministry, we don't pray for them. You know who we pray for? We pray for the people that we know are in depression. We pray for the people that we know are, you know, struggling with sin and temptation and their marriage. We pray for the people that are, you could say, outwardly losing it, 
um, losing control, maybe losing it emotionally, psychologically, maybe they're going through a lot of like mental torment. We pray for the people that we see struggling, but we forget to pray for the people that have it all together because we think they have it all together, but we don't actually realize they're going through a lot of stuff. And I will, you know, I can testify for that. I had a podcast for two years and I was just telling Stevie, I'm like, wow, the first year of that podcast was the worst year of my life in terms of the stuff that I was going through. But people could be like, oh, she has a podcast and I was doing all my other ministries and I, I think I launched my YouTube channel in amongst that. So we have this idea and what Justin is bringing out. Hey guys, like you guys think I had it all, but emotionally, psychologically, I didn't have the stuff that I really needed which was to have people that I could count on. Now, I know in his doco seasons, he goes through a bit of that stuff. He goes through what it felt like to um, not have anyone that he could trust. He didn't know if people were there just because he had money. Um, being a little kid, he's like, I had people take advantage of me because I trusted them because they were adults. And there's a lot of stuff that obviously he's going through, but he's saying at the end of the day, I was lonely. I was lonely. I didn't have anyone who was looking after me. They didn't see that I was sick. And then he's like, I just, everyone was criticizing me for the things that I did. And he's like, please understand that this was what my life looked like at this time when everyone thought I had it all together. And I want to tie it in with this idea of lonely and loneliness I will be totally honest with you I believe and this is my perception and this is just how I function I am probably at the loneliest point in my life right now and I I can honestly by God's grace say that I'm very content being so lonely where had you have placed me in this position three years ago five years ago six years ago even like seven years ago, I, I think I would be an absolute mess knowing at how lonely I am if I was to see myself now. And the reason why I say that is because there comes a point where I think <clears throat> being lonely is often attached to so many things. I think we see, excuse me, <clears throat> we see loneliness as 100% negative and I think for us within Christianity there comes a blessing from being lonely and it only can come about if we know that we are with God so I think when we are feeling lonely or when there is an absence of people in our lives friends family spouse, kids, whatever it is that classifies your degree of loneliness. When we look at that, we often attach a lot of emotions to that. People don't love me. People don't like me. No one cares about me. And because we attach so many things, so many negative emotions to this sense of being lonely, we see loneliness as a negative and and I really want to say that for me personally at least in my walk I have come to a point where I am like I said probably the loneliest in terms of thankfully not in my marriage I think that's probably at the strongest it has been for a really long time but in terms of like social interaction in terms of friendships 
um, in terms of even hanging out like community hangouts where I would do a lot of stuff with my community I'm doing a lot less of that because now I'm doing uni I'm actually in Bundaberg so I'm not in my I'm not in my town anymore where I used to do a lot of interacting with um, my community so I'm honestly at the loneliest I could possibly be but I am so at peace and I'm so at peace because I have gotten to a point where I've realized that all those secondary relationships aren't as crucial as what I have made them my whole life when now like God is number one and I think knowing my self-worth and knowing who I am has really got me to a point where I'm like you know honestly like (laughs) If you want to, if you want to stay, stay. If you don't, just go. Like, honestly, I'm not going to be fighting for people. I'm not going to be begging for people to stay around. At this point in my life, I can honestly say with everything that I've gone through and with the point that I've made where I'm like, God, like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's continue. I, I want to be with you I want to be your follower I want to be your daughter I want to be committed to you it has made every other emotional source of satisfaction seem so insignificant that I've gotten to I believe let me tell you six months from now if it's changed but I believe I've gotten to a point where I really don't care who's around I don't care who's in my life and who isn't And that I think has just come from emotional maturity. Like I don't depend on people for my happiness, for my value, for my worth. I'm like, I know who I am as a person. And I know that anyone who wants to be part of my life, anyone who wants to be included in the story that is my my life will be blessed and I know I'll be blessed. Like I feel like whoever wants to invest in cultivating some sort of relationship with me, I know they're going to get a good deal. I'm very confident in the gifts that God has gave, get given me and, and in who I am as a person. Um, I know I'm a kind person. I'm a thoughtful person. So now I don't feel like I need people to validate those aspects of who I am and, and I feel like that is honestly the the maturity that God has brought me through from being so immature about how I approached my relationships with people, whether it's with my family, uh, with my husband, my kids, my church, friends, whoever it is. Like I'm just in such a, I, I perceive and I believe is a really healthy place to be because I don't need you to fill me. Um, my cup is filled with knowing who God has made me. Now, in adding to that, I was reflecting, and, and this is obviously in preparation for the conference, I was reflecting on like biblical characters who were lonely. And what did that loneliness do to them? How did it impact them? And, you know, as I thought of like, you know, the most popular examples, you have like uh, Elijah, you know, he experienced his loneliness after Carmel, but um, that gave a revelation in itself to him. 
we have Joseph, you know, family betrayed him. He was by himself. He was in prison. Uh, He was lonely in Egypt, but he knew what God's calling was on his life. Um, I feel that throughout the Bible, there were a lot of lonely people and people who had to do life alone because of the fact that you know there was betrayal there was dysfunctions there was you know so much messiness that we have in our lives and because of that and because ultimately of sin because all of these issues that arise in our life are because of sin and selfishness when I see their lives and the two options that I have um I can end up like Nebuchadnezzar, losing my sanity and being in a position where, I mean, you literally have gone crazy because of the choices that you have made. Or you can be like Joseph. The guy ruled Egypt in the midst of his loneliness, in the midst of being alone. But why is that? Because he still had the most important relationship and that was his relationship with God. And that's what I really want to emphasize as I, as I celebrate two years of working through my own stuff, working through my immaturity and my selfishness and my sin. I feel like this two-year mark is just a reminder of, hey, You have grown for the last two years and every week I have been able to share how I have grown in those last two years on a weekly basis with people all around the world, um, daily downloading uh, episodes. So all the episodes keep getting more downloads. So people are downloading all the episodes. So everyone's jumping in on this journey Uh, That is the Connected Adventist podcast at at different stages. But as I sit here at two years, um, I'm really thankful that God has has me in a place where I'm actually okay to say that I'm lonely. I'm actually okay to say that there is. And, you know, I've gone into this, I think, just with, I think it's maturity, experience, probably resentment and bitterness can be thrown in there as seasoning. Um, But because I've gone into this whole thing with my experience, with humanity, with other people, um, I think I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what, I don't really feel like letting everyone into my life like I used to, where it was very immature of me, it was very dysfunctional of me to do that, um, and it was really stupid to to do that, uh, to just invest 100% into people that you know maybe aren't ready to invest 100% or maybe their way of investing looks very different to my way of investing and as a result I perceive and I I gauge that investment in a dysfunctional way I understand it in a dysfunctional way so because of that I'm much more hesitant to try and cultivate anything with anyone to try and trust people to try and emotionally invest in people in a dysfunctional immature way 
I am so much wiser. And in that wisdom, the wisdom has come not just from learning about other people, but I honestly feel that the biggest growth and the most amount of maturity that I have gained was understanding how I'm the issue, how I'm the problem and how I need to fix me. Because the reason why I got myself into the positions that I did and and why I experienced the things that I did from when I was 14 um, and even before then actually from 12 was because of the fact that I went into this with my issues, not because other people um, did anything, but rather I allowed them to do that. And I've gotten to a point that I'm like, you know what, it's it's my responsibility to take care of myself. It's my responsibility to have boundaries and to establish who I am and to also not take advantage of people um, for my own personal gain, uh, to be really, really reflective on why am I doing the things that I'm doing. And that has probably been just such a liberating way of understanding my life and understanding where my life will continue from here on where I believe this guarded mentality that I have to people is actually not so much guarded but it's actually maturity and yeah sometimes I think we perceive guarded people as you know and and look I agree I think some people are guarded beyond the point of of being healthy But I think if we can find that point where we can still be guarded and still be wise, it's actually for the best of of our health um, and for the best of our relationships. So, yeah, as lonely as Justin was, um, and I know that that was a lot of stuff for him to go through, I do believe that there is a degree in our lives where being lonely in, in the right balance, and obviously with all the factors that need to be taken into consideration, being lonely but knowing that you're with God is actually not as bad as, as what people make it out to be. Um, it's still somewhere that I think all of us should go. You know, in Psalms it says, uh, let no man trust um, in princes and in men, for only God can help you. And through Psalms, like there is like quite a few verses where we're being called to not trust humans, not trust people, don't lean on people. And I think that that is where this this idea of loneliness is healthy. When we are not trusting on humans to do things for us, that one, we should be doing for ourselves. And secondly, that are actually a place for God to be. Um God's like trust on me lean on me um, when you're not strong Um, and he will be our friend Uh, so God's like everything that you're placing on humans and the pedestal that you're placing them on he's like please pull them down and allow me to be that and help everyone else to just be seasoning but let me be the main part of what you seek for and what you desire and what you need in your day. So to conclude, I want to thank God that after two years of podcasting, 
I am very thankful to be lonely. Um, and lo by lonely, I mean uh, a much more mature place in which I'm not dependent on people and relationships to give me what I seek for and what I need, but to find it in God. And then to also reassess my needs to see if they're actually healthy. Uh, so two years of, of working through stuff and um, yeah, I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful to be here at this end emotionally, psychologically and spiritually to be at a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm happy to be with just God. The rest is, is, is a blessing. But God, yeah, he's literally all I need. And he's all that I want uh, to cultivate that and, and to continue to build my trust in him and my faith in him and my love for him. Yeah. All right then. Until then. Happy birthday for being a connected family member for two years. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you. I pray for you all. And yeah, I, I hope that we can continue doing this. And even though, like I must say, which is really weird, even though like it is lonely, um, I don't know, the connection that the Connected podcast gives is something that is so surreal. Um, I feel like there are people out there cheering me on uh, while I cheer them on, uh, even though I may have not met many of you. Actually, I haven't met the majority of you. Um, and maybe I haven't heard from you. I can honestly say that I feel that ministry has really provided um, yeah, that connection that maybe I don't have with real people in my life because I don't want to trust them. But um, yeah, it has, it has truly been a blessing to know that there are people out there who are part of my life and part of my journey and that, yeah, I can be part of their lives as well. So even though I'm lonely, I still have my connected peeps. All right, everyone, until next episode and until next birthday, thank you. Um, in my prayer, my hope, and my desire that you stay warm in God's love, stay cool for Jesus' name, and may we continue to strive uh, to have a deeper connection with God, with Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit, because ultimately, um, they're the only things that will stop us from truly feeling like we're lonely. Okay, ciao!